Queens from Home edition. I don't know how many episodes is this that we've. This is like our fourth. Yeah. Fifth, maybe, that we've recorded virtually. Still at home, missing seeing each other, but at least we get to see each other over the screen, which we'll take. And bond over ridiculous movies. Yep. So. It's (laughs) It's the highlight of my week, to be honest. Me too. This and D and D is yep. like all I look forward to <laughs> during the week now. So, and if we have some like scheduled happy hours, that's oh about yeah. it. I know. I feel like I've been missing some game time. I gotta do some games. Uh-huh. Also, you inspired me to download The Sims, so that's downloading right now. Dude, I've been playing it <laughs> so much. Literally four hours last night. Oh my god, I love that. Playing. <laughs> The Sims with the D and D YouTube channel. <laughs> Holy shit! Just living my best life. You like? Did you revert to like a thirteen-year-old self? Like what? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I used to play The Sims like all day oh, if yeah. I could. Back in the day, that was the tits. Yeah, and we had it on Xbox, so I could only play it if my brother wasn't home. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so this week we are talking about American Dreams. Dreams with a Z. Z. <laughs> God damn it. So 2006 I will, this movie came out? 2006. Oh, Jesus. So I will, I'll go into the synopsis and some fun facts and we'll just jump right in. Oh, God. Can't wait. The synopsis. Hoping to shock the president out of an apparent nervous breakdown, the White House chief of staff books him as a guest judge mm-hmm. on the country's hottest TV talent show, American Dreams. With a ruthless host, a conniving singer, and a sleeper cell terrorist, the stage is set for an unforgettable program. <laughs> I just... And can you just think, like, think about how relevant this was in 2006, when it was, like, Bush's president, yep. 9-11 was still, like, full-fledged, a huge war thing that we were dealing with. Like, I was in sixth grade. I remember when this came out, the line or kind of the zing to get people's attention was when a nation votes more often for the next American Idol than the next president. Yikes. And that's the time we lived in. God, I don't even remember this movie coming out, like, at all. Yeah. I never heard of it until you told me to watch it. Fun facts. Mm-hmm. The writer and director Paul Watts or Whites or whatever, I don't know. Doesn't matter what his last name is. No one fucking cares. <laughs> Wits? It doesn't matter. Claims that he wrote the original draft of American Dreams in 2006, and he wrote the script before he had ever watched an episode of American Idol. That's bullshit. That's definitely bullshit. It's the exact same thing. Exactly. No, there's a scene where, like, it did remind me of American Idol, like, hardcore. Yeah, all of it. Like, just all know. of it. That director's a piece of shit. He's lying. Yeah, just like... <laughs> Whatever, douchebag. <laughs> Mandy Moore was Paul's only choice to play the role of Sally Kendu, which makes sense. She did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, the only Mandy Moore movies I've ever seen is Walk the Line and Tangled. <laughs> Walk the Line? That's Reese no, Witherspoon. Walk to Remember. <laughs> I made a walk to Remember. <laughs> walk the Line was legit awesome, though, too. That was a good movie. I love that movie. But I no, A uh, Walk to Remember and Tangled were the only ones I've seen her in. I have so many that I want to recommend slash do on this podcast with you. I do have to give a shout out to our friend Delaney because she is currently on a Mandy Moore kick. Shut and up. she's been watching all of them on Amazon <gasps> Prime. Okay. She's the 
because I texted her because I was like, oh, she's been talking about Mandy Moore a lot. So I was like, haha, look at the movie for this week. And she's like, oh my God, I love Mandy Moore. I was like, Jesus. Okay, after we're done with The Lord of the Rings, we should do some <laughs> Mandy Moore spinoff collections yeah. with our little Delaney. She's very passionate about Mandy Moore now. I so, yeah. love that. And also, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> so my last little bit because there weren't a lot of fun facts to be found about this movie surprise <laughs> <laughs> the interior of the white house scenes were shot on the set of the west wing <laughs> that's pretty dope that's pretty cool well, shout out to my jordan because she's rewatching <laughs> the west wing right now so. Shut up. <laughs> so this movie applies to all <laughs> love that all right so our opening scene we see mr tweed and he's looking at the off-the-chart ratings of his TV show, American Dreams, while simultaneously breaking up with his year-long girlfriend. We also meet the President of the United States the morning after his re-election, eating breakfast in bed with his wife. I had the captions on, and the opening caption was, Fax Machine Purring. And purring? I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> purring? I forgot Hugh Grant's name for a moment. I just said, hi, dude, from Love Actually, and I was like, oh, shit, wait, yes. that's Michaela, I wanted to start a tally of how many people were in this movie that were also in previous movies that we've watched for this podcast. Oh, so many. many. So many. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Yes. And then I said, what's with the animation on these opening credits? The Breakfast and Bread. Who is the president actor? Why is he familiar? Where have I seen him? Shit, I know his name and I had it and I was like, I don't need to write this down. I'll remember. And then I didn't write it down and now I'm kicking after. myself. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's in a lot of after. movies. Mm -hmm. And his first lady too is. She's, she, yeah, she looked really familiar too. Whatever. And I was like, does a president really have a butler visit the president and first lady in bed? Is that a normal thing? And then I was like, wow, remember when the president was a respectful position? <laughs> I make ties to the current state a lot in this movie. Well, and I think that's what I loved. I was laughing the most about is because so much of it is still so relevant. The movie didn't even phase me. I'm like, yeah, he'll say stupid shit. Like, yeah, like this, this makes sense. This is real. I was just floored by the dial-up internet fax machine. <laughs> I loved the breakup with his girlfriend because it just sets the tone for his character in a way that you're just like, you weren't prepared for, where he's just like, yeah. you know, you're smart, and you're sexy, and you're all these things, and it's driving me fucking insane. And he's like, you make me want to be a better person, and I'm not a better person. Jesus. <laughs> I was I mean, like, you know awesome. who you are. <laughs> Damn. And then I was trying he's to think of his character from Love Actually, and I'm like, does he just play the same role? In everything. Prime Minister. He just kind of plays, like, kind of douchey, but not really douchey character in almost every movie he's in. It's fine. I mean, he's good at it. Good for him, I guess. <laughs> do they even, like, print newspapers? They do. I'm an idiot. Oh, my they God, do. Michaela. <laughs> There's a new one in the staff lounge, like, every day. Or yes. there used to be. Haven't been back there in a while. <laughs> oh, rip. The next scene that we have is the, the terrorist camp. Yeah, I was like, this is a hard turn. I was not expecting this. I knew it was a musical singing competition. And then when they got to Pakistan, I was like, excuse me. What? So we've got a crew of terrorists creating a training video. We, I think it's a training video. We're not really sure. There's one particular groupie, Omar, and he just can't do any of the basic moves. Later that evening, Omar is caught dancing and singing along to his mom's show tune record collection. So he shipped off to Orange County to live with his cousins and wait for his quote-unquote secret mission. 
I'm like crying remembering this. <laughs> so here are my notes. Oh, it's about the Iraq war. Cool. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, they're actors, not scary terrorists? Bunch of question marks. OMG, cute. This dude wants to be on Broadway. <laughs> and then I said, LOL, I know this song from Chorus. And then I was singing with him. Like, oh my one. God. Pathetic. Sorry. This guy dancing to Broadway songs was literally me, my high school badger. I called that castle for breaking the records. I said, oh, this is a complicated plot line. And then I said, so they're just shipping him to L.A.? Cool. That, that was my train of thought. That was it. I was, like, pretty wild that they're just trying to shoot a low-key casual terrorist video, but okay. That rocked me, bro. I was not expecting that. <laughs> we see him later with his... Oh, sorry. We see him later with his record player and show tunes, and honestly, just at Mick next time. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many Pandora Broadway stations queued <laughs> up and at all times. And then I said, of course he gets caught because the tent walls are thin and the music is blaring in the middle <laughs> of the night. <laughs> singular sensation. Every little chance you get. <laughs> so then we move on and we have Tweed who is preparing for the opening of yet another season of American Dreams. He holds a meeting with the cast and crew, telling them that the whole world is glued to the show. So to keep the show interesting, he tells the cast and crew to find freaks for this next season. Let's go out there and get some great contestants. And I don't just mean talented, I mean human. And by human, I mean flawed. And by flawed, I mean freaks. Bring me some freaks. Let's make this a show that even I would watch. <laughs> Hugh Grant talking to his poster, not wanting to go on stage and <laughs> going to work. Staring <laughs> at the door every day. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Please don't make me. Please don't make me. Please don't make me. <laughs> Can relate. I said, is this supposed to be like a Simon Cowell wannabe? Our girl Violet is in this movie. I, I know. I just, in all caps, put fucking burn mayo. Me too. <laughs> I just said... I just said, oh, that girl's in all the movies. Oh, wait, that's Violet. <laughs> Add our friend Bunny, who is Violet. Yes, 1,000%. Mm-hmm. I love how Fern Mayo is like, down. Like, when you're at the top, where's the, where is the place that you go? And he's, like, he's like, now. Because <laughs> they'll kick you and kick you and kick you. And and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like, this is a movie. I kind of want to rewatch it now. I'm not even kidding. Like, it, this one is so, especially when you've seen it, it's so fucking funny to rewatch. Stuff like that would go by, and I'm just like, did he just say that? Like, what's going on here? And he looks so pissed. It was so good. I liked it. All right, so we get to this next scene where we do meet one of the first freaks that they find. <laughs> and her name is Sally Kendu. And she's in Ohio, which is such a lovely part of the U.S. She finds I'm out. In Ohio. Yes. She finds out that she was selected as a contestant for American Dreams. Also, the president finally reads a newspaper and realizes what is really going on in the world. <laughs> yeah, it sucks, doesn't it, bud? <laughs> and then we have 
the girl from Legally Blonde. I can't do her voice. I wish I could. And she's like, she's from fucking everything. Uh, Greg watched this and was like, did they just cast everyone from American <laughs> Pie in this movie? Yes. <laughs> it's, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, my God. The mom, right? Yeah, the hot, like the hot mom, Stifler's mom. Stifler's mom, that was And the then, I don't know if you realize that Will Williams is okay. also Dusty Dinkleman from Just Friends. And he's... Oh, wait. Yo. Yeah. I was like, did we watch that? <laughs> Simply Dusty. <laughs> I forgot about that fucking movie, Jesus. Uh, it, it's because it was a very problematic choice. <laughs> The only thing I had commented on here was when the president finally reads the newspaper and he's like, I didn't even know, but did you know that there's three kinds of Iraqis? It's not like in this country where the whites, blacks, and Latinos all get along. Want to know what I actually said to that? What? I said, oh, wow, this dude sounds like Trump. I'm actually triggered right now. (laughs) (laughs) I should have said trigger warning before I made you watch this. Ah, no kidding. I was like, is this Trump or... (laughs) (laughs) And this is where you should just start singing Never Going Back to Ohio because I literally titled it Back to Ohio. <laughs> oh, cable, hot water. <laughs> something, something, and you. When someone asks, what's a movie you can watch over and over that. and not get sick of? It's that one. That what, that's one I can watch and then just start over immediately and watch again. So fucking good. Yep. So we're back in Ohio. Sally's boyfriend, William, is seen comforting Sally, saying that she will win the competition because he's never seen anyone so amazing at, you know, their talent. He pumps her up and she breaks up with him. Omar has made it to Orange County where he sees his two cousins. Igba is seen downstairs in his dungeon dance room practicing his audition for the show. (laughs) I said, who is this dude? And I said, oh, wait, that's Sally (laughs) Willie. What's with the dude, Mandy Moore? She realizes that any idiot can be on TV today, but she wants to be more than that. <laughs> and then William's like, you got this, babe. You're the best. And then she's like, by the way, we got to break up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, girl. I don't like her hair in this movie, though. Right. I don't think she's a very good blonde. When she broke up with Will- <laughs> Willie, I was like, Respect. This is what I thought was triggering in all of this for me. But when he is, like, so stoked, he's, like, whispering to her, holding her hand, so excited. He has made it to assistant manager of plumbing fixtures. (laughs) (laughs) Assistant manager. And you know what's after that? Manager of plumbing fixtures. (laughs) And I was like, oh, man, just add our small towns next time, man. Honey. Got some big news today, too. I'm being made assistant manager of plumbing fixtures. Assistant manager. And you know what happens next. Manager plumbing fixtures. Lily. <laughs> I think it's time we broke up. I mean, it's respectable work. Everyone needs their toilet fixed. I understand. (laughs) But she clearly was like, I am not staying in Ohio. What was the (laughs) town's name again, too? It was like Pokey Dog. It was like Koopa Peck or something like that. It was just something so fun. I bet it's a real town, too. I think it is, actually. Oh, my God. Um, The super freak guy, I was like, I want to be as confident as the guy practicing the super freak. (laughs) 
super freak. She's super freak. I did not know Omar's name for the first part of the movie. Oh, I was yeah, like, oh, fair. it's Iraq dude's cousin. Yep. yep. Just keeping it racist, you know? Good job. Gotta love it. <laughs> so we, the president hasn't been seen in three weeks. <laughs> because now he's just immersed in his studies of current and past news. And also, William has joined the army, and I was like, didn't he just break up with Sally like 48 minutes ago? Like, what is happening? <laughs> I can't. I was like, has he literally just been reading newspapers for three weeks? Yes, that's all he... And then all of the books, like, I don't know how he got all these books, but there's piles and piles of books <laughs> that he's reading <laughs> and doing nothing uh -oh. else. I said, wow, he's friends with Putin, too. Is this a movie about the future? <laughs> and then I was like, is his nickname Poopy? It 100% is. It's his yep. wife. And then I was like, yeah, push pills on him. I don't know um, why the word Poopy is so funny to me, but he even says it, too, when he's like, what's up with the weekly briefings? Like, you're no longer doing those. And he goes, I don't think those guys are giving me straight poop. <laughs> I know, that's why I said, what is with poop? That's literally what I wrote. Like, why are you talking about poop so much? I don't understand. So funny. I did not recognize Willie, so I was like, who's this hot guy? And I was like, oh my God, it's oh my Willie. God. <laughs> I cackled when he's like, I got her face tattooed on my arm. Yeah, yeah. So in the 48 minutes in which they broke up, he went, joined the, joined the army, got her face tattooed on his arm, and is off to war. <laughs> This movie is wild, man. I was just like, all right. <laughs> so much fun. Tweed is bored with the current contestants and tells his casting crew that he specifically wants an Arab, someone to laugh at, someone to pity, and someone to masturbate over, which he's pretty certain is Sally, so they got that one covered. Tweed gets a phone call from the White House and makes a deal for the president to be a guest judge on the season finale. While in Orange County, Omar is settling into his new life with his cousins who take him shopping. Igba shows Omar his magical performance studio in the basement, and Omar is in love. <laughs> Give it to me straight. Oh, the masturbating comment. Wow, is this really what Hollywood is like? And it, the answer is probably yes. Yes. Uh, I laughed at shut up Harry Shemail. <laughs> Cousin calls his sister. <laughs> yes. This is a weird private concert. <laughs> Yeah, it, I'm like, what kind of sex dungeon does he have down there? It was a straight-up sex dungeon. <laughs> it was. Super freak before he, like, murders and... I comment on how gross rich they are a few times, but this is one of the first times where the cousins take him shopping, they come back, and the mom is like, oh, come on, husband, I think he deserves... Omar deserves his own credit card. And I was like, what the fuck? Dane, can I have mine? William had a two-week fast-track training before being shipped off to Iraq, where he is shot almost immediately. Sally meets Chuck. <laughs> Sally meets Chuck, her show agent. Chuck is there to promote Sally and needs to come up with a story for her. Gay dad? Too controversial. <laughs> Wounded war vet boyfriend? Nailed it. Chuck convinces Sally to take William back so she can get her real dream of stardom. <laughs> Okay, I was like, okay, I'm getting the, like, 
the connections I'm getting into this. And I'm like, you literally just got shot right away. (laughs) I love that he just goes, oh, my tattoo. Practice destroyed the army two weeks ago. I had kind of an accelerated base training. Pretty surprised when they said pack your bags and go into Iraq. Honestly, I thought they were joking. Hey, you got any advice for me? Don't get shot. Don't get shot. Okay, will do. What was that? I think you just got shot. My tattoo! becomes a war hero because he was shot like two weeks god so dumb just like fucking um, america man yeah and i think seth meyer's character's name was chet right chet yeah i call that- him chuck or chet i don't even know because i was like ew his name is chet because that is the <laughs> douchiest fucking name i've ever heard in my life and i said for 2008 they are which i thought this was in 2008 not yep. 2006 for some reason so for 2006 they sure are hitting the gay stuff a lot <laughs> <laughs> And then when Manny Moore's AK Sally was talking about controlling her weight, I was like, yes, good, yes. I feel like there are a lot of things that she does that I don't appreciate. I appreciated that. Yeah, she's like, wait, curves are in. Like, weight fluctuate is fine. I'm going to control it. And I'm like, you, do you, whoa, whoa. Yes. That's the first time we realize that she has kind of a backstory with her weight. And mm-hmm. she, again, she kind of touches on it throughout. But I don't know. She's a really interesting character. Yeah, I don't know. I threw that away. I was just like, okay, yeah, you go, girl. And when it comes back up later, I was like, oh. You're like, oh, okay. Yep. And then I just said, oh, no, they're going to use William to win this shit, aren't they? (laughs) They sure are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sure are. (laughs) The next scene, I'm sorry. (laughs) So the president hosts an interview with China, and his chief of staff tells him that he would be a guest judge on American Dreams. Omar sneaks into the music studio when Igba and Shazzy go to the mall again, and the casting crew find him, mistake him for Igba, and tell him they want him to be on the show. Tweed sees Sally's video, you know, this first one that she has where she's making out with uh, our little William, mm-hmm. and he catches her saying, Did you get that? Tweed realizes there is more to this girl. Man, oh man. <laughs> the scene that I think would forever make me laugh my ass off till the end of time yes. is when the president is talking to the China. <laughs> He's like, I am terrified of North Korea. <laughs> and, then, and then the guy's just sitting there and the other guy goes, just improvise. And he's like, I hope you had a nice flight. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny to me, but... I'm, like, sweating laughing. <laughs> but he was just so serious when he turned to him. He was like, I am terrified. Terrified of North Korea. I'm, like, saying. <laughs> you have no idea how crazy a president can be, so. I love how the, the president invites the communist <laughs> dictator to stay over for a sleepover. So funny to me. Like, I don't know. Like, I might have to find it after this. And just, and just watch it. Again. <laughs> The president says, I'm just realizing I used to think things were so black and white, and now I'm realizing there's a lot of gray. And I'm like, oh, buddy. Just like following orders and doing what people told him to do and didn't really know the reality. So right. Much like the president at the time. Anyway, I said, for the cousins going to the mall, I said, what the fuck are they wearing? Why did we <laughs> wear that? 
It was the early 2000s, man. Yeah, Alex, like, joined the end of this movie with me, and I'm like, did we really wear this? Like... <laughs> we did. We did. We did. And then I said, well, they found their Arab. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Damn, Mandy, you know how to work it. After she goes, did you get that? I know, I was like, yes, girl, yes. After seeing the video, Tweed drives to Ohio to meet Sally. Tweed says that he thinks that she's talented and that he likes her as a person. They take a ride and says that he can help Sally win by making people love her. Omar tells Igba the news that he has now been offered the show position. And Igba is initially upset, but realizes that his true calling is to be a puppeteer. <laughs> when Tweety is over visiting Sally and, like, driving the Ferrari, and he's, like, giving out, like, kind of, like, his backstory, I said, uh-oh, this guy has some mommy issues. Because <laughs> uh-huh. he was never loved by his mother. Well, and she was like, you'll never be anything. And he's like, ha! <laughs> the only thing I have to say about the family dinner is LOL at them talking about the minute plan from their cell phones. Yes, I definitely noted that as well. So first of all, when Tweed shows up at the house, the whole fucking can-do family is in the living room, That's and they're so freaking funny. out. One bitch made popcorn. <laughs> I love how he goes up to the window and, like, escapes. <laughs> and then Stifler's mom offers him a hot bun cake and a beer. That's all I would want, honestly. Uh, Sally had these beads on her door that hung down. Oh, yeah, I had those. 100%. I saw I saw that immediately, and I was like, what a throwback. Like, I loved that shit. Yeah, I had, like, rainbow ones, but they smell like shit, so I took them down. <laughs> Shazzy's the one who's like, yeah, I upgraded my plan to 5,000 minutes. And then Igbo's like, you should have done 10,000. And I was like, who, and, like, who doesn't have unlimited, you goddamn bitches? Yeah, but in seventh grade, Michaela would have been like, oh, my God, that's so many. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are those gold forks? Again, gross rich. I feel like there's, if you live in LA, I feel like you have to kind of. It's an image? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can't say anything because I've never lived in LA, nor will I. No. So So the terrorists see Omar in the season commercial for American Dreams. They go to Orange County to find him and tell him that he will need to get to the championship round so he can explode a small bomb and kill the president who will be a guest judge in the finale. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the one guy, and I don't think he even has, he's, I don't think he says a fucking word, but he's the one that, like, takes the drinks and then takes, like, yes. the sunscreen and is, like, rubbing it all over his face. <laughs> okay. I, like, because I low-key forgot that he got sent over there, like, super sketchy, like. Right, right, right. Like, he didn't actually have a mission. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, they want him to do a suicide mission. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is supposed to be a comedy. Now they're going to blow up everybody. <laughs> it's a dark comedy, but I love it so much. I do, too. I just, like I said, I just thought it was about like American Idol, I did not think the Iraq War would be involved in any way, but here we are. So. The president has been upping his game. Uh, He's appearing at a bunch of different events with a secret weapon. They are now using a little ear chip so they can feed him messages. Igba is teaching Omar better dance moves to up his game in this challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just have one question. What has happened to Carmen Electra? 
in this life. I just love, like, she gone? just dropped off the end of the earth. Like, where did she go? You Can know I she's still hot. Quick? Please look it up. Yeah, please look it up. And while you're looking it up, I'll give you a couple of things that I wrote down. Yes. Okay, serious question here. Do they just keep the president locked up in his room while he's not talking to people or in at events? Like, he just lives in this one room? Yeah, like yeah. they, they literally lock him up. They lock him in there like a little like a little poppy, and they're like, "Okay, sir, time for an event." <laughs> yeah, bye. I think that's basically it, though. They just like drug him and then be like, "Okay, you're ready." She's been she's been divorced three times. The last thing she was in was Tripping the Riff, which is a Canadian American CGI science fiction comedy television series. Okay. <laughs> so no one has seen her since 2007 was the last time she acted. That yeah, makes she's, sense. she's just gone. I can't find it. The only other note I had was that Omar was wearing a Puma tracksuit and honestly holds up today. Want that tracksuit. <laughs> so Alex bought Puma running shoes. Ooh. And I've given him shit about it for a long time. <laughs> okay. Wait, she was in Scary Movie? What? Hell yeah, she was. She got her tits ripped out. Okay, we're okay. way off track. Sorry, I just need to know where Connor Electra went. All right, so gearing up for the season's release, Tweed produces a promo video showcasing the contestants. Tweed is seen later asking his staff if they think he is lovable. He clearly is struggling with some mommy issues. I said, LOL, remember when bars and malls were open? Yes. Second one. Yes. <laughs> I said, uh-oh, he's in love with Mandy Moore. Because he, like, paused it on her face and was, like, staring creepily at it. I was like, ooh. Dude. I love this promo video where you're kind of getting this idea of who are the freaks they kind of casted for this show. And we get introduced to Sally and Omar. And I never know the Middle Eastern guy's name, the Jew. But I love, yeah, I I, name too. I love him so much. He's, like, some weird, like, poppy Eminem character. And he just screams in his promo video, I'm coming for you, bitches! <laughs> Damn it. I yeah, I had awe. nothing about their promo tapes. Yeah, I was just watching it in awe. Just a <laughs> shock and awe. I had nothing to say. <laughs> the first night of the show, we see all of our contestants perform. I have a lot of notes about this night. <laughs> <laughs> we have all of the classic genre music. So we've got country and rock and boy band and some weird ass pop music. I don't know. It was delightful. <laughs> I just said these outfits are so bad. <laughs> Manny Moore's outfit outfit was so bad. What was that like, gold top? Yeah, it was like the gold button up kind of like half like <laughs> yes. short sleeve crop top thing. No, I had, like, shit like that, too. Yes. It's just, like, who allowed this idea? And then I was like, wait, what song is this? This isn't a real song, right? And no. I was like, oh, wait, none of these songs are real. They're making fun <laughs> of the songs. It makes sense. And Tweety was so mean to some of the fucking contestants. Yes. He told the girl, who sounded amazing, by the way. Yes. I'm afraid I felt this way before. Right before I killed myself. I was like, <laughs> Dude. There's a lot of suicide jokes in this goddamn movie. No, and Omar's performance. I think I sent you a snap of my face while watching. That. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what he was doing. Tweet's like, I think I might be homosexual. I was like, I loved. I wrote that line down too, and I was like, same. <laughs> 
But I also love that his cousin is his hairstylist. (laughs) (laughs) So the competition continues, and we have a montage of contestants performing. Contestants are knocked off one by one until we have our top two standing, which would be Sally and Omar. So this is where we get to finally hear for the first time, my American dream, dreams with a Z. That's my first line of comment, is dreams with a Z, laughing my ass off. We get back to the president, and the president admits that he has stopped taking his happy pills because his wife said, maybe you should take these for a little while. And he also says that he feels a little bit like a placebo. He and his wife chat, and he tells her that he doesn't want to wear the ear chip anymore. She agrees and says that after his appearance on American Dreams, he won't have to. Omar's terrorist brothers find him in his hotel room and explain (laughs) how they will be... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I just love this scene so much. Okay. So ridiculous. Omar's terrorist brothers find him in his hotel room and explain how they will get the bomb into the show, put it together, and leave it in the men's bathroom. William proposes to Sally. Chet shuts it down and explains that it needs to happen live on the show so that Sally can win. My other favorite line, and it just kills me every fucking time I watch this movie, is when he's like, oh yeah, and then I'll see you in paradise. And he's like, oh, we're all going to die in this bomb. And he goes, I mean, no, it's a pretty small bomb, but in a few years, I'm sure. (laughs) I really don't know how I'm supposed to do it. You see, really, there is a lot of security there. All you have to do is get me and the rest of your brothers on the guest list for the studio audience. We will smuggle in the explosive device in pieces, assemble it there, and then you must only retrieve it in the toilet seat covered dispenser in the men's bathroom. Then, when you meet the president and shake his hand live on television, you will ignite the device, and I will see you in paradise. You will be killed too. Not yet. It's a pretty small bomb. But I'll see you up there in a few years, I'm sure. <laughs> they were making tears likable in this movie. It's so bad. <laughs> I couldn't do it. No, it's, it's a pretty small bomb. <laughs> do you know what I said when Omar got to the finals? What'd you say? Well, this sucks because now Omar's going to kill everybody. <laughs> Don't worry. Only the front row, probably. (laughs) Oh, this movie. Like, I literally didn't write down anything else because I was just like... (laughs) Just watching, like, what the fuck is going on? I know that Brienne explaining it will explain it just enough because (laughs) what the fuck am I supposed to say to this? (laughs) Oh, my God. I loved when... So what are you going to say when you meet the president? And he just goes, sorry? (laughs) (laughs) In the proposal, William is like... I just love everything about you. I love this, this, this. I love that you can binge eat and then starve yourself. And I was like, what the fuck? I did not catch on to that, but that's not. (laughs) Confused and flustered, Sally goes to the bar where she runs into Omar. They have a strange conversation about moms. And Sally, in her true American fashion, tells Omar she's sorry that she has to destroy him. I said, oh my God, cute. They're both at the hotel bar after having something traumatic happened to them. <laughs> and one of them must have said something about killing themselves again, because I said, they are really into killing themselves in this movie, Jesus. Yeah, let me let me clarify that for you, because this is also a scene where I'm like, what the fuck, every time okay. I see this movie. So Omar is talking about how his mom had died during the war, and he, you know, he got this love for music through the records that he had from her. 
Yeah. Then Sally goes on to say how her and her mom are really close because when she was 10, she weighed over 200 pounds. She lost 90 pounds before she was 14 uh, because if she didn't, she promised to herself that she would kill herself. She found popularity and a boyfriend and burned all her fat pictures with her mom. She loves her mom so much. <laughs> That's very 2006 of something to say. Yes. Just put that out there. Yes. <laughs> like, oh my God, if I only two pounds, I'm going to kill myself. It was just, I'm like, what a dysfunctional family. That's what I was thinking. Like, this is fucking insane. Yeah. I was just like, this is all very weird. There's like 12 things going on about it. Like, that was my thought going into the finale. So much is like, happening. The president's getting there. So, like, all the storylines are connecting. We've got the bomb being made. We've got Sally and William. We've got Tweety's feelings. Omar. We've got Omar. Like, there's just so many things, and it's all becoming this giant collision. So, I know. So here I we go. I loved it. I was so here for it. <laughs> so I was here, loving it. Here we go. The finale is about to begin. Tweety meets Sally in her dressing room where they chat and bang it out. The bomb, is, <laughs> the bomb is assembled and Omar is freaking out. William goes to check on Sally and sees her and Mr. Tweed hooking up through the keyhole, apparently. <laughs> Who can see through a keyhole? One. You can't. There's there's no such thing. I just looked at my own door. I was like, there's no such you thing can't, anymore. <laughs> you can't. You just can't do it. Like, it's not like you can see through that. We don't have fucking skeleton keys that unlock doors anymore. <laughs> You know what? Everything is possible if you believe in American dreams. I don't know. Just dreams with a Z. Dreams with a Z. (laughs) You know, everyone's getting ready. The crew is getting ready. The bomb is assembled. (laughs) I love Sally goes, I'm not physically attracted to people, but if I was, you know, you could have me. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. They're talking about, like, asexuality in 2006. Damn, okay. (laughs) So Tweed introduces the president as the guest judge. Omar panics and tosses the bomb into the trash before his performance. While Omar is performing, devastated William finds the bomb in the bathroom, which because he put it on the top of the fucking garb, I don't know. Anyways, the president is getting feedback in his earpiece and knocks it out of his ear. Uh, He chats with Omar after his performance and gives a pretty crazy ass speech. Bro. (laughs) Yes. Okay, I'll start from the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) I said, oh, shit, Willie's going to see Sally and Mr. Tweed hook up. Yay, Omar, don't blow everyone up. Then I said, there's no way a president would sit that close to the audience. Mm -hmm. Security shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The part that made me laugh so hard is when Omar was in the bathroom and they were all waiting for him. His cousin started grabbing the mic and he's like, I'm going on. And then Omar came (laughs) That was my favorite part of the whole fucking movie. Because it's just like, nope, I'm going on. And like grabs it. And then Omar's there. I was like, yeah. I just, I love it so much. And I also, I just love, like Omar is just the cutest character that ever existed, I think. So his performance where he starts singing that song and I didn't even realize, but the first line is the end is near. And I was like, oh, whoops. (laughs) Do you know, have you listened to the My Favorite Murder episode about this song? Uh Uh-huh. There's a bunch of people that would sing this song, My Way, from Frank Sinatra for karaoke. Mm-hmm. And it's like a golden rule that you don't sing this song because, like, oh. it's Frank's song. That's why it was so controversial controversial that he sang it because it's like, oh. this is a Frank Sinatra song. 
Interesting. Some people, I forgot where it was in the footnote. Some people would sing it and then they would disappear that night Ooh. from karaoke after Fuck singing yes. it. It's a whole My Fair Murder episode. When he started singing that, I was like, no! <laughs> Which also, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, I love it. I love it. I know, but I was just like, fun fact, that song is tied to some murders and no one should sing it besides Frank Sinatra. And that's that. Mm-hmm. Sally is next to perform. She dedicates her song to her loving war vet boyfriend, William Williams. <laughs> William comes on stage and calls her out for sleeping with Mr. Tweed. He exposes the bomb he found, sending the audience into a frenzy. As the mob of people flee the building, Tweed takes the camera as Williams starts to sing American Dreams. William gets too close to the camera and explodes the bomb when the camera hits the button on his chest. <laughs> Okay. Mickey, can I just tell you my favorite? Seriously, I've got a handful of quotes from this movie, and this one is just fucking kills me every time. Uh, When he comes out and he's like, well, I'll show you how stupid I am. I'll blow myself up with this bomb I found. (laughs) Seriously, William, I think it's common knowledge I would never, ever, ever sleep with a contestant on American Dreams. I saw you through the keyhole. I guess you two think I'm stupid. I guess you all think I'm stupid. Well, I'll show you how stupid I am. I'm gonna blow myself up with this bomb I found. This fucking movie, dude. Okay, sorry, go ahead. It was when the president was apologizing that he can't fix Little Easter. (laughs) And he's just like, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) This is our current president. (laughs) Also, side note, I loved Seth Meyers' face when they cut to him and Sally's mom and the empty seat. He's just like, hmm, not here. (laughs) Dude, I love that man. It's amazing. I love him too. God, this whole scene was crazy. Keep going. Just. I can't. We're, here we go. We're going into the final scene. I, I can't do this. <laughs> Six months later, we see Omar is touring the country. Sally is the new show host, and William Williams was the winner of the last season. This is America, the end. <laughs> it is crazy. Oh my God, this guy's insane. I love how he starts singing, and then Omar pieces the fuck out. <laughs> My American dream. And then when the bomb goes off, Seth Meyer goes, yes, yes, yes. And because people are voting. And I'm like, why does he care about this shit right now? So much is dying. It's so good. It's so good. And it's just so dark and crazy and stupid. I I just love that the, the boys are watching American dreams from prison. <laughs> like I just, like the crew that was there to blow everything up. Like what the hell? Sally dedicates the season to Mr. Tweed, which makes sense. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I After the six months later, all I wrote is, this is so fucked up. <laughs> okay, I need to know, I need to know your thoughts and your rating. Okay, um, well, the summary, I was like, wow, this was like a glimpse into our future. Mm-hmm. But... I did love the satire on it, and I thought it was really funny. Like I said, at first, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. As soon as everything, like, connected together, and the humor was really funny. My rating is American Idol was obviously a problematic show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They just made that show to just 
distract us from the Iraqi war, so. 100%. Now we all know the secret. <laughs> I loved this movie because it it's one that I really haven't watched for probably a decade, and it was just a treat to rewatch. I forgot, I just forgot this fucking movie existed. So I rated it <laughs> in all caps, so much self-tanner and an odd shade of blonde hair dye. <laughs> Dude, Mandy Moore, that was not her best look. No. No. Those low-waisted jeans. Why did everyone say that low-waisted jeans were okay? They're not flattering. All they do is show your butt crack, and that's it. Yep. The, I guess, I like, would, people used to wear them, like, for, to, I don't know, to make your waist look longer, but, like, fuck that. No, high-waisted. And then yeah. wear a crop top. There, your waist is longer. Yeah, there you go. Hubbies. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks everyone for joining us again uh, as we go on these movie rides with you and us. Follow us on all social media and bullshit and mostly just thanks for being here. We have a lot of fun doing this and in these times of quarantine where we don't get to see each other, it's really great to have an excuse to get together even over video. (laughs) Anything to add, Mickey? No, love you. All right, well, cheers, love. (laughs) Cheers. Bye. Bye. Don't mix truly and wine together. Or maybe do. (laughs) It'll get you fucked up. Every woman and man has their own.